Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Thanks to this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. The following announcement has been paid for, but it's for a podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode nine of the Rastal Addicts on this Monday afternoon. I'm Matt. This is Sal. How y'all doing? Oh, it's been a eventful few days, hasn't it? You know, it has. Um, <laughs> I was away last week, so we did not have our normally scheduled uh programming and i think maybe it kind of worked out good with <laughs> yeah thanks with everything yeah with everything that's been happening these past couple of days i mean i think we should just kick into the biggest news that there is and that's jeff jarrett's the special guest referee <laughs> for the tag team title match yeah. at SummerSlam. double j double no, j but- Double duty. <laughs> yeah, and that's something else I definitely wanted to get your opinion on to see what uh, your thoughts were. We'll get there. But I think I think we just got to get right down into it. The day every fan never thought they would see mm-hmm. has happened. It's Vince McMahon is no longer pretty much affiliated work-wise, creative-wise, hands-on-wise with the WWE. He officially retired at the age of 77. Yeah, uh, it it was one of those moments where you kind of know, you'll remember where you were when you found out, or at least wrestling fans will. Um, I was, I think I was at the lunch Friday, just just thought it was going to be a normal day. And I just casually go on Twitter, scroll on my phone, and I see that tweet. And I was, it was jaw dropping. I was stunned. Even with all this stuff happening with him, 
you know, I just never expected it. I thought he would die in that chair in gorilla position. I didn't think he would ever leave. Yeah, it's like for me a little bit, the writing was on the wall when all the like bullshit and allegations came out. I'm like, come on. I'm like, no one survives this type of scandal. Like they don't listen. You very rarely hear about any sort of like jail time or, or anything like that. But I mean, right. like by surviving that where they stay in their job, they stay in, in that position of power. And uh, it's just, it's still, it's crazy. You know, the news broke, I think it was my time's all messed up. Had to have been what a week ago where there was more money. There was more, more hush money, more it might have been involved. Week, two weeks. Yeah. Something, something along those lines. And then it was like, okay, I'm like, now you're, you're talking more money, you know, more people involved. It's almost to the point where like, when's the other shoe going to drop? You know, you, you, I, I feel like, you know, you had a feeling that something would happen, mm-hmm. but like, I, I never would have thought that it would be retirement. It's, yeah, I was, I, I'm still stunned. I'm still trying to process everything it's just it's been a crazy few days um but like i said i didn't think he would leave until he took his last breath until he just died i yeah i really i didn't think we would see a vince mcmanless wwe but here we are and a new ever starts tonight just like that it you know you got triple h is now EVP talent relations. He's the head of creative, and, and and that was and that was the other thing too. Just to touch what you're what you're about to say is that not only did we hear about Vince retiring, but then it was just domino after domino after domino yeah. to where Laurenitis is pretty much done. You know, and thankfully, I'm, yeah, I, I don't know how you felt, but I was never a fan of his. I people, I haven't people heard. power. Power. <laughs> Even his gimmick on television, I hated. It it was <laughs> kind of like what Punk was saying back then. It was the same person that he is, blah bland and oh, oh, oh like yeah, fumbling and stuttering. I've never heard a good thing about him ever. So no. I I goodbye. Like see you later. Don't come back, please. And I hope Kevin Dunn is next. Oh, Mr. Um, 35 camera cuts during yeah. a simple segment, Kevin Dunn. Yeah, he, Kevin Dunn he, yeah. needs to go. I, I, you know what? It's the dominoes that happened you're going to get into. Not only did Vince retire, but we have we have gotten word that Stephanie and Nick Khan mm-hmm. are co CEO. It almost sounds like a really bad storyline to where <laughs> Vince leaves. You know, you have Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan as co uh, CEOs. What at Survivor Series? It's going to be uh, a five on five winner take all for full <laughs> the company. Who gets it? Yeah, who, who gets, gets the it? company? Uh, you know, you know what? You figured Stephanie was taken over. You had to have some sort of idea that. You know, Nick Khan was involved or was going to be involved with future 
power positions based right. off just based off of how much trust that they gave him. Nick Khan gets hired and they release half of WWE 2K22. Like half half the <laughs> video right. games released and you know it's yeah. definitely on him. But like to be honest the CEO shit we don't really care about that. The most important thing that we care about you were about to say and that right. is a well, go ahead. You know what? Go ahead. Go. Well, Triple H is now head of creative. Um, I know Bruce Pritchard is Bruce Pritchard is still running around somewhere back there, and he's. I think he's still part of the creative team, but that's fine. You know, if we get Triple H in, at the head of creative, we'll take Bruce Pritchard. Could still run around back there and with his ideas, but. This is huge, him being head of creative. I mean, look what he did with NXT before it became NXT 2.0. I'm talking about the black and gold brand. Yep. He did a great job. And for all the people saying, well, you know, AEW beat them in the ratings and, you know, destroyed NXT. Come on. The NXT, their product was so good. It was their developmental brand. Of course, AEW is going to beat them. Like, what? I'm you know what? I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I'm really get, I'm really glad you brought that up because I um I played poker uh the other night mm-hmm. and I met this dude. I had on an NWO kind of fit the theme. I had my Wolfpack mm-hmm. tank top on. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he had a uh a just bring it shirt. The rock ah, just bring it. And I was like, "Oh, I'm like, a nice shirt. He goes, you nice shirt. I'm like, thanks, bro. And then we're talking. And he goes, yo, Vince McMahon, that sucks. You know, I'm like, listen, it sucks, but it it could be a good thing in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, it's, I'm always going to be thankful for everything he did. Because, like, yeah, I mean, I was, everyone should be. I was going to get into of, that, yeah. He's, you know, Vince has a lot to be, uh, we have a lot to thank him for. But then, you know, the guy was saying, no, he hasn't really watched WWE a lot lately. And But what he does watch is AEW. He goes, it's newer. He goes, bro, CM Punk is there. So to really say that, you know, AEW beat NXT, meaning that AEW is better. I think it's just more of the fact that AEW was fresh. It was new. Yeah, it's new. It was new. And the A the NXT that we saw on Tuesday nights, looking at it now, you could kind of see that it was little by little turning from what Triple H did oh, of to course. what it is now. So it wasn't even real. You put up any takeover. Up against any mm-hmm. uh, AEW, whether you want to do it a dynamite or any, you know, all out or whatever, I guarantee you, NXT, old NXT, would put up a better show and better ratings than AEW. Uh, I couldn't agree more. And the NXT black and gold brand with the takeovers, that was some of those shows did better than Raw and SmackDown did. Yeah. With yeah, the, at least the exactly. quality of the product. So, all the time. And, and to say that AEW was better than that, ah, come on. I, you know, it, 
I disagree. You know, AEW was fresh and new. It was fun. But, you know, NXT kind of put out the better product. Yeah. It, it, they had better out of matches, all of better stories. Triple H and we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. And and this just isn't NXT uh, being know, better than AEW. NXT was better than Raw and, Smack, Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. NXT uh, during that time was best wrestling show on television. You know, yeah. it, there was nothing better than it. And it's not a WWE versus AEW thing. It's just it was a better overall on even the WWE products that it had. Raw, like we said, Raw, SmackDown. It was we were more excited for takeovers than we were for the WWE pay per views. So it it wasn't the, the comparison they had was terrible. I agree, and I won't even say it's a WWE versus AEW. It's more like a Triple H creative <laughs> versus anyone else's creative. You know, because that's right. what you know. He everybody loved NXT. They loved NXT yeah. so much that Vince thought he could take their top guys and have them on the main roster. Mm-hmm. And it means something. But then he would get bored after a week, you know, and then right. they would have terrible gimmicks or he would want them to be managers. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's... It's good. It's a good thing. And with people, I've seen all over Twitter, people are like, oh, you know, no more Pritchard, no more Bruce. Listen, I would listen to something to wrestle when I started my new job, like maybe four years ago. You know, when it was fresh, it was Mm -hmm. new. He would do like, he would review old, like, and he didn't work for the company. So he was pretty open about everything he did the thought process and and stuff. He's not an idiot. He's a smart guy. The problem no, is smart. problem is he's a yes man. Oh well that's why Vince had him around all those years and that's right. why he brought him back because he wanted somebody and you know the funny thing is Vince always says he doesn't like yes men. But he's you know he had he he had them surrounding him and uh, you know, Bruce is smart. He has a lot of creative ideas. Let's see. He hasn't had, there's no more Vince to answer to anymore. It, you got Triple H now. And maybe it changes. You add Triple H and a TV 14 rating, I think we would get more entertaining Raws. Well, I know oh. SmackDown's not going to TV 14. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I mean, at this point, I don't think anything could hurt could hurt the product. No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, TV fourteen. I've been waiting for that for <laughs> probably since they changed in two thousand eight. I've been waiting for so long. Yeah, but and I we still don't know exactly when they're going to change it to TV fourteen. But I'm looking forward to it. And Triple H at the head of the creative. Oof. That's going to be some good and th- some stuff to look out for with Triple H ahead of creative. Um, all these free agents out there that Vince and you know that he got rid of um, Bray Wyatt, Johnny Gargano, Karrion uh, Cross, and Scarlett. I think by the next pay per view, Sasha Banks and Naomi are back. 
within the company. I was with thinking Triple H. of that too. Uh, I was yeah, I was bold maybe. a few weeks ago. I was saying, oh, they'll be back by. I'm like, if anyone can get them back, it'll be Triple H. I'm like, once like you know, we heard Triple H was making his return and stuff. I'm like, you know what? If anyone can get them back, it's Triple H for what he did with Warrior Bruno. You know, he brought all these yeah. guys back. So if anyone could do it, and they all love him, they love Triple H. So mm-hmm. like he's, you know. It's ironic too how now he's a, a wrestler's wrestler, I guess, because yeah. he would always get, you know, shitted on for burying people or like his golden shovel. Mm-hmm. Guy has the most losses at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> like, people always brought that up just because he's married to Stephanie and he they thought, you know, he could get whatever he wants and stuff like that. But now look at him. Now he's beloved back there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm a little worried. You know, I wouldn't be putting, I wouldn't be celebrating that Vince is gone. I'd be worried because now you guys Triple H in there and he's leading the crew. Right. And you don't think, you know, some of the AEW guys are looking at it saying, oh, wait a minute. You know, now they got Triple H over there in charge. There's no more Vince. Yeah. You don't, you don't think... You know, we haven't seen him in a while. We don't think MJF is looking at that. You don't think, you know, Adam Cole is looking at that. You don't think Kyle O'Reilly, you know, is maybe yeah. Wardlow. There's some contracts coming up, and I don't, I don't put it past Triple H bringing them in. So look out. Yeah, it's. I just thought about this now. I feel like the Triple H effect is like the Cena effect. How everyone was like, boo, fuck you, Cena, we're over mm-hmm. you. And now, now we're like, yeah, Cena's coming back. Let's go. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, the, same, it's the same way, I think. I mean, you know, Triple H is, has the world in his hands. You know, this oh, is yeah. everything that, that we want. This is literally everything the fans wanted. For the longest time, mm-hmm. they wanted Vince out. They wanted Triple H running the company. In reality, he doesn't need to be the CEO to run the company. We just no. we've seen a good show. That's it. Shit that makes sense. Like this SummerSlam in five days, two hours, and eleven minutes. Eh, it's not. It's still going to be a. That's. I don't think we're going to see much change until after SummerSlam. No, this, I know. I, yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is, is that like this SummerSlam to me, eh, it's not like you know the ones from previous years to where oh, like you're hyped no. up. Yeah, like I'm glad I didn't go. I wanted to go to SummerSlam, and mm. you know, you don't have Orton, you don't have Cena, you don't no have Cody. no Cody, you don't have your top guys that are draws. And... Well, you got Brock. You got Brock and Roman. I know, but nobody wants to see that again. But you do. But you know what, draws. though? If you have them against each other, and I'm not saying I'm tired of seeing the match. What I mean is it would have been cool if maybe it was like Brock and AJ and like Roman and Lashley just to add to the star power of the card. By right. putting the two biggest guys against each other, it's like, okay, it's 
what about the rest of the night? Because you know this shit's going to be four hours almost. So I'm looking forward to. Uh, by the way, I'll have live coverage uh, for Wrestling Inc. for SummerSlam, so I'll be doing that. Uh, it's Saturday, right? Saturday, yeah. Yes, yeah, Saturday. So Saturday night, I'll be doing that with Wrestling Inc. So check it out. Um, but you know, I think things got messed up with Cody getting injured, Randy getting injured, and stuff yeah. like that. So maybe that was. You know, I'm looking forward to Pat Maxey and Corbin. Actually, I'm looking forward to Seth and Riddle. Uh, the Let rest me of see the what we got. Uh, we got, we got Becky and Logan Bianca. Paul. Yeah, we got Logan Paul versus the Miz. We got I think Riddle versus turn into a tag match. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think tonight it will turn into um, Miz and Champa, and then Logan Paul and AJ Styles. That's what I'm thinking. Which isn't bad. I mean, the last Logan Paul match we had was fantastic. And it's probably the reason why he got signed. But yeah. I, it, it won't just, be bad. It's not. I'd rather just The Miz and Logan Paul. It might stay that way. I'm just guessing. Do something. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, you have Brock and Roman going head to head. When you have a guy like AJ, who's not even on the card. You yeah, know? it it's it, it's bizarre. I I don't like, know why his creative is so weird right now. Like you have AJ feuding with with Champa, who doesn't even get his entrance on TV. Yeah, AJ Styles, his booking has been a little weird past like month. It's just it just feels like he's in the middle doing nothing. Yeah. It's just very bizarre. I don't. He's just not. He, there's nothing creatively for him, and they should I, find something for him. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know if the whole Judgment Day thing screwed him up, he or he's might have. He's in limbo. But like, why? But here's the thing, though. Who's Judgment Day? They're going after after the Mysterios when Balor turns right. pretty much on Liv mm-hmm. and AJ. And they did nothing with it. Yeah, I, that whole the whole Judgment Day stuff is. I hate to say it, but it's just it, uh, they need to break it up. Have yeah. Balor go on his own. You know what? Now that Triple H is in charge, maybe Balor will go on his own again. Balor might be the happiest person in the company right now because all the things that I heard of Vince was not a big fan of Balor's. So, and obviously Triple H is, so maybe they change stuff around with, maybe they get rid of Judgment Day, have Balor go on his own again, Priest go on his own. Maybe that's one of the changes we see eventually. It's not going to be tonight, though, but. And and that's the part that sucks because with Edge, they had a great, I think a great, like, thing going in a way to where it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, like, what could happen here? Where's this going? But. Right. You know, the knee-jerk reaction, Cody getting hurt. Yeah. And then... Co- Cody getting hurt really put a lot of their plans just to rest. It just... Because <clears throat> we... I, they probably had everything planned around him. And once he got hurt, everything started. They just were like, okay, we'll just do Roman and Brock again because what else are we going to do? Yeah. Which I don't, I don't blame them because, you know, why? 
it's only a temporary push for somebody else because once Cody comes back, you know he's just going to be put back on top, rightfully yeah. so. By the way, um, yeah, I, you know I'm excited for SummerSlam. Not as excited I used to be. Yeah, but I, I'm excited. I, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Here's here's what we have. We have Logan Paul in the Miz, like we said before. Which right. possibly could be a tag match. And you know what? Mm-hmm. If it gets Champa and AJ on the card, then why not? Yeah, I'm cool with it. You have Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. That'll be the master of the night. I think so. Mm-hmm. You got the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca versus Becky. That could be another match of the night. You got McAfee versus Corbin, which I think could be the surprise of the night. I mean, yeah, McAfee, McAfee in theory were great. Yeah, and Corbin's good. Corbin could work. I like, I like mm-hmm. Corbin. Then you have the tag titles, Usos versus the Street Profits with special guest referee Jeff Jarrett. Double J. What do you think he'd rather be doing? He'd rather be doing that or the Rick Flair match with Ric Flair? Oh, he'd probably man. rather... You'd probably rather do this tag match because you at least know no one's going to possibly have a heart attack during this match. Oh, <laughs> uh, Double J. Well, it, it, yeah. I get why they have Double J there. It's Nashville. He's works for the company. He's already going to be there that weekend, so why, why not? Because it doesn't make sense. That's why I don't. I mean, he is from, it, he's over. He's over. In, I mean, he's over everywhere. But he's over in Nashville. You know. But like, what does it have to do with the like the way that they made this special referee seem? Like there was like a little hype around it. It's like, oh, who could it be? Is it going to be Sami Zayn? Is it going to be? I thought it was going to like. Be. I thought maybe someone that is really associated with tag teams. Like, I don't, I I honestly don't know what I was expecting, but it definitely was not Double J. Oh, it, I wasn't expecting that at all. I was expecting Sammy or somebody like that. But, you know, it, it it's like getting Jerry Lawler for Memphis. You know, when they're in Memphis, you bring Jerry Lawler and have a segment. Which yeah. I get, and you know, I'm I wasn't expecting Jeff Jarrett, but I'm fine with it. You know, at this point, who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it makes sense because the last pay per view, you know, they had the shoulder was up and the referee didn't see it, and so I get, I, I get how we got to the point. It just wasn't very well done. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they could have done that a little better. But uh, that's yeah. We got a new we got a new Booker back there, so let's see. We do, (laughs) we we do. So this could possibly be the last like bad summer bad SummerSlam because I mean Bobby Lashley versus Theory for the U.S. title doesn't do it for me. After last month, I feel like it's time to move Theory on because he's not going to win, you know, unless this. I don't see him losing again, do you? You know unless what? They have a, unless they unless they book it right. If it's booked right, he could lose, but also 
that match is probably going to be the first of the night to hype up that Theory could cash in at the end. Maybe. But then yeah. it's like, who does Theory get taken out? Does Theory, right. like, does he get injured in the match? Like, what happens? Because I, you know, oh, and then we have we have Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's title. Um, I'm hoping Liv wins. I honestly thought they were going to add Natty to this, like uh, they were doing at the house shows, just so, uh, yeah. you know, someone's got to eat that pin. It's not going to be Ronda, and I don't want it to be Liv. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't see them having Ronda lose twice. No. Tomorrow. But I also don't see them just taking the belt right off of Liv like that, though. I she, just got her name she just I got know, her name she plates. She just got her name plates. I mean, it's so fresh still. So, I, unless they have a screwy finish, I, I swear, I still say Charlotte's going to show up and screw Ronda Rousey out of the win or something. I, I still say something like that's going to happen. Because Charlotte's going to be in Nashville, I think, for Rick's um, last match. She's, I'm sure she's going to be there. Andrade's going to be in that match, too. So, uh, yeah. I'm sure she'll be in town. And I think it'll be a perfect way to bring her back and reignite that rivalry with um, Ronda. Yeah, because that does not need the championship. No, they already did it with the title. And Charlotte doesn't, doesn't need another title reign right now. No, she doesn't. <laughs> um, So, honestly... Because I keep on forgetting, Dolph Ziggler's been screwing around with Theory, so that hey. could also be another screwy finish where Theory doesn't win the belt. Maybe I could see that happening. Theory has my um, intrigue for some yeah. times. Um, the- theory has me intrigued. That's probably the only intriguing thing about SummerSlam right now. But um, I'm interested to see what they do with that main event. Would do they have Theory come out and beat one of them? It's also a last man standing match, so you know, can you imagine them just you know in the middle? Both of the, I could see this. I could see Brock and Roman just bolt down, and the referee's starting to count, and then Theory runs out and cashes yeah. in and wins like that, which would be. Which would be crazy. It would be really that would be a creative way of doing it, but I don't know. I think the the fans might riot after that. I really want Theory to cash in on Cody Rhodes when the time is right. Oh, That's what no. I want because he. Here's my thing. They need to figure out a way to get one of the belts off Roman. Now yeah. more than ever. You're gonna want to give Triple H a chance with a title on Raw, because then then he could do so much. He could do so much with that, you know. Unless he plans on making Bobby with the U.S. title, Bobby Lashley, uh, the main guy. I feel like having a belt on Raw, the show needs it, mm-hmm. but but also, Fury's not gonna beat Roman Reigns. I mean, the only way I see it working is how I just put it out there. Just, you know, run out. They're both down, and the referee counts to 10. I don't know if they're going to do it that way. It's kind of a weird way to do it, but 
You know, he didn't be, he didn't pin either of them. He didn't beat Brock and he didn't beat Roman. He just it was a count out and that was it. And then he wins. That's the way do he you could th- do it. Do you think he's ready though? I, I don't know. Because also you have to think he was kind of Vince's guy. That was yeah. Vince's guy that he was pushing and he got behind and now Vince is you know, theoretically he's gone. Yeah. You know, he's he's not he, I don't, I don't see him being on TV as a character. He's done. I think he's. We they're not going to have him on screen. They're not going to have him on screen. I could see. I could see them having some time go by. I don't think we've seen the last of him. I, I keep saying it in my mind. I keep thinking it. I don't think we've seen the last of him. That's. I could see three years from now. Them saying, oh, you know, for Vince's 80th birthday or something, he's on Raw, his special appearance. I, I swear I could see them doing that. And then what? Like he pitches, God damn it, give me an F5. <laughs> like he takes an F5 on his 80th. I, like <laughs> I could see, uh, hey, I could see him doing that. May Young did it. Um, True. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, it, go to, if we go back into the Vince stuff for a little while, I could see. If things go really south with, you know, Triple H and Stephanie and Nick Khan in charge, and they're in dire need, I could see it very quietly. Vince just kind of slides right back in there with nobody knowing. I could see it. I I wouldn't put anything past Vince at this point. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, I get it. I used to be the one planning my day around finding a bathroom and living in fear of an accident. I tried the pills and pads, but they just weren't working for me. If you're living like I was, it's time to find an expert physician and ask them about Axonics therapy. It's not another drug. It's an advanced therapy that is proven to provide lasting relief for overactive bladder. Still not sure? You can even try it first to make sure it works for you. You're not alone and you don't have to put up with this anymore. You just have to take the first step towards finding real relief. Visit findrealrelief.com to find a bladder specialist. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Because what's he going to do? He's going to he retired. He's not. What's he going to do? Go on he vacation? He has like six grandkids. He has six grandkids. <laughs> Vince doesn't know anything. 
doesn't know what to do with himself. He knows nothing yeah. other than wrestling. He has six grandkids. <laughs> he has six. He has six grandkids. Well, um, maybe he'll. Maybe he'll be like a the manager of like a little league team, and he could have his grandkids manage his grandkids or something. Yeah, right. Imagine he. He needs to be. He's not going to know what to do with himself. What is he going to do? Go home and just sit We're around find out, i guess we'll find out tonight because after it's... a week of it with being with his grandkids he's gonna be like okay i gotta, I gotta go back to work i don't know i i he's still the majority shareholder you know he still has some sort of say you know it, it, maybe not on the small things anymore but the major big things he still he kind of still has a hand in all of this let him have his own WWE studio produced Netflix, like <laughs> Netflix type of doc because Netflix they already dropped do, that. They dropped it. So now he needs yeah. something to do. Bro, just you know, produce your own uh your own autobiography or something. And it's I time it's time Conrad to let it Thompson. Go. Conrad Thompson should get him on a podcast. Oh. He does all of them. Do you imagine oh. that Vince McMahon podcast? That would be, I mean, they would blow. They do it. It would have higher ratings than Raw. <laughs> it would hundred <laughs> percent. That would be the best podcast out there. But yeah, it, it's. I, I still say we haven't seen the last of him. I just it. It's a Vince. I could see a few years from now, maybe when all this blows over. Him come, him coming back for like his 80th birthday or something. I mean, I think I'm over the character of Vince McMahon. Oh, at this point. Nah. I don't know. I it, the, the Mr. McMahon character was the best character ever. Yeah, but it's like I don't want to see too much of. I don't want it to be ruined. I don't want his legacy or no, I tarnish. Agree. I agree. You know, it's okay. it's like Ric Flair coming back for my last match. How many last matches have he's had more yeah. last matches than divorces at this point? And it's just, you know, it's yeah. time and it's so funny. We have a little ticker up here, and I'm I'm gonna let it run for Nick, our buddy <laughs> Nick over at the scoreboard addicts. Jabajaw, oh. he's a hundred percent correct. The disclaimer reads for those of you who are not watching our live show on YouTube. The disclaimer reads: Nick thinks Ric Flair is the goat. Well, guess what? Today's opposite day, and he does not think he's the goat. Ric Flair is not on my top five. Oh man, not my top that five. That hurts to hear. He is you know, not I, in my top five. I'll say this with Flair. Um, I hate that he came out of retirement after Shawn Michaels' match at WrestleMania 24. The, his send-off was the best send-off for any wrestler ever. Yeah, I mean, the Hall of Fame. Then he had the match with Shawn. Then he had that nice farewell on Raw. That was the best send off for any wrestler ever. And then he, admittedly, he went to TNA for money because he owed, you know, 
he owed his ex-wives money and all that stuff and he would had no money so it, it, it the tna run i like to forget with flair that whole run i just i wash it from my memory i don't want to think about it but you it, can't forget it, it i can't forget which it. is why which is why that disclaimer pops up that he's not the goat and I, it's one of those legacy turn like you're right you got a fantastic send off and yeah. to be honest you were never a WWE guy Flair, Flair was I, I, NWA Flair was like the NWA yeah. like he was WCW Vince was a Vince was a fan of Flair which is the only right. reason why he did that like I guess it depends who you ask. You know, I, I, Flair to me was more of a WCW guy. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I didn't, you know, the NWA, I didn't see a lot of that stuff. I mean, I saw a few matches with him in the NWA, but to me, he, I remember him more for the late WCW stuff and obviously the Ruthless Aggression Era and stuff like that. Yeah. The TNA stuff, I just, I don't even, the only, the only thing I liked in TNA with Flair was the Jay Lethal stuff with the, you know, whole woo-off and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that was, that, it, that was fantastic. But, and you know what? And I think Flair is having this last match because of that TNA run. I think he wants to, I don't think he wants his last match to be in TNA on a random impact episode, which I don't blame him for, you know, at least this is centered around him more. This last match he's having, but he had the best last match. No, I agree. He had the, like you, I agree. But to get the stink off of the TNA run, I think that's why he's doing it. I think he wants to just get that smell off of him that, that TNA run gave him, which I can understand, but you're also 73 years old, and, you know, it's – we'll see what happens. I don't know. I, I don't He's know. He's doing it for the money. It. He's doing it for the I, money. It, my, it's for that, too, obviously, yeah. My buddy, um, he loves to build up to it. He said um, – It's not go bad. It. It I haven't bad. watched it. I haven't really watched it. I don't really – you know, it, care for it. it. Been... I'm not going to go out of my way to order it. You no, know, I, don't I don't even order AEW stuff, so. I don't think I'll be ordering it, but I'll be following along and seeing what happens. But it, the oh, build-up yeah. hasn't uh, been horrible. He said that, um, yeah, so my buddy messaged Conrad on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Conrad, just want just want you to know that the build up to Ric Flair's last match has been nothing short of brilliant. It takes me back to when I was a kid in the eighties. A lot of people want to complain about this whole thing, but Rick is surrounded by the people he could trust the most. He's so he really excited. Is. Yeah, exactly. He's excited for the show, you know, and then he put Conrad over, goes, you know, you've been a blessing to the wrestling business the last few years. Thank you, man. Huge fan. I'm a huge fan too. I love Conrad, and he's done amazing. He really has. He promoted this whole show, and he's done a great job. I, uh, you know, the card. You look at the card, and the card's pretty, pretty good. 
and he's he's <laughs> he's done a hell of a job and good for him. I I love his you know with all the podcasts he does. He's a busy man. Yeah, but he's a sure. he's he's a gem so far in wrestling, and you know maybe maybe a guy at WWE should be paying attention to a little bit. I feel Not even like WWE, but AEW too. I'd see that's the thing. I'm I feel like AEW would be more of a better fit for Conrad because I feel like he would be able to do his outside stuff. Yeah. As well. Right. Like what like WWE's gonna hire him and during WrestleMania, you know, they're gonna let him run his Starcast uh show. Well, that, you you know, it's, it's insane there anymore. You know what, you're right. It's mm-hmm. I hope it's like the reversed effect of the Yankees. Like, you know, George Steinberg, when he owned the team, he would shell out whatever it took to win. Right. And now his doofus kids, now his doofus kids and his idiotic uh, daughter-in-law, they don't want to spend the money to make the team better. So now it could be a thing, you know, where, you know, Vince is gone. Are things going to get better? Like, could things get better? You know, I've been thinking about it. You know, could Triple H be our 19, mid-90s George Steinbrenner to where he's going to do whatever it takes to put on a fantastic show? Yeah, everybody everybody keeps saying, you know, now that Vince's gone, everything is going to get better. Well, you know, in my, we don't know. Maybe things go the wrong way we don't know what's gonna happen you know everybody's happy now i'm happy too but you know vince was vince vince's vince's um accomplishments speak for themselves you know it's he did a lot and the business side of things he really you know he accomplished a lot and i don't know if anybody can mimic that uh, it's, never. it's a hard never it, it just I don't know if Triple H is going to be as successful as that, even though we might get, you know, the wrestling we want to see and the creative we want to see. Things could go south quick. We don't know. I don't. So many thoughts running through my head right now. To talk about Vince, like you just said, all his accomplishments. Like, how much does it suck that, and I get it, he was always the type of person where it's like the show's not about him. Right. But at the same time, it's like Monday Night Raw is in MSG tonight. Yeah, it's He has his own little plaque or something, I think, outside the garden. He's like in their Hall of Fame or something. I'm pretty sure, yeah. You're telling me that he couldn't retire, like in front of the crowd? Well, I guess it's because of the report that came out today, which the report that came out today just confused the hell out of me. I still don't even really understand all of it. Something came um, out today? Yeah, it, it's something they found. They I got to find it now. It's something about $14.6 million that came out of company funds instead of his own funds. That came out today. So, yeah, it might be the reason why. Yeah. I'm thinking. Wow. 
I want to I want to check again because the article is very confusing. I gotta well, I it. guess I guess that makes sense because you know two the two things I was thinking about the garden is that and here it is here it is WWE finds fourteen point six million in payments by Vince McMahon that weren't recorded as company expenses. So that's what came out today. Uh, and I, I don't really know. It it the article itself is kind of confusing. But I'm I'm guessing that's the reason why we're not getting a Vince McMahon farewell or you know him coming out or something like that because yeah, there's a new article that came out. Well, well that stinks. I guess if, if that is what. So like, I guess that makes sense. But also too, how often are they in MSG for a live show? Um, maybe twice a year. How often, like, did they used to do it? I feel like previous uh, years, like during like Attitude Era, and I feel like they're in M- they're in MSG a lot less annually than previous years. Yeah, they're not there too often. I don't like, think they're like, in the Barclays Center more than MSG. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think you know they do have house shows. Every once in a while at MSG. Yeah, so I maybe mean, they do three or four shows there. Yeah, because they have their holiday house show every year, yeah. which is the day after Christmas. But I'm thinking, like, I feel like the the garden is like the the the, the epicenter for wrestling, like MSG. Yeah, I mean, Vince How... and his father were huge. They, you know, they built the company basically. On the grounds of New York, you know, yeah. that, that's where it became most popular out of New York. And they had, MSG what, was three like, WrestleManias in New York, if you want to uh, be, well, if one. New York, New Jersey. Yeah. So, like, for me, it was like, for me, the fact that they're not sold out, like, oh, they, they didn't are. sell out the garden. No, they did. When? Or at least, uh, at least I saw they did. Oh, they did? Okay, because yeah. I – over the weekend, they still – they were showing the promos for the show, and it said tickets still available. And when and I my, my friend earlier. was like, how are we not going? I'm like, I'm not going to the city, let alone MSG yeah. when I don't <laughs> – in the middle of the day. Oh, Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere. I'm trying to find it, but I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere where it said it was basically sold out. Okay. Well, I guess that's good. I don't know if they if they sold out because of um, you know, they heard Triple H is taking over. Let me see. MSG. I, I'm trying to find it, but I'm trying to find it on Twitter because I knew I saw it somewhere. Well, you know oh. what? They actually have a do. They have a couple of sections. Um, you know, I think uh, most of them are. You know what? You might be right. Most of them look like resale. So maybe it was just an old yeah. commercial that they were showing to hype up the show. But yeah, I found it here on Russell Ticks. Um, resale eighty-eight tickets. So yeah, I mean. Uh, 
tickets distributed 12,831. And the okay. capacity is... Oh, so they only sell two, two tickets. 12,833 is the capacity. Two tickets. So basically it's sold out, yeah. Okay. Uh, we have a comment on our YouTube. Anthony Trois would like to know... Will either of you bet the AEW event at Arthur Ashe and Queens coming soon? I will not, but I will be certainly watching and doing coverage. Coverage that night of it. Yeah. I don't like Queens. Fuck Queens. It's too far. <laughs> um, no, it's, you know what? I haven't even entertained the thought of going to an AEW show. I want to. And that's – I want – you know what? I wouldn't mind going. It's, maybe I'm using the wrong phrase so AEW fans don't get upset. Right. But I haven't even been to a WWE show in since Survivor Series. Yeah, Survivor Series was the last WWE show watching. I went to and that was – that was at the Barclays Center and – like, I could have went tonight. Like, you know, my wife's like, oh, you want to go for your birthday? Then I'm like, I know you're not really it's a gonna, fan. It's going to be a big show, too. You know, you're going to have um, Edges returning, Roman's fighting. You have Ray, his 20th anniversary thing that's doing tonight. And, well, you didn't know this before, but they're doing – maybe they'll have Triple H come out and <sighs> – Start the show. Who knows? I, that's what I would do if we're going to talk Why not? about Raw a little. They, it, it, that's what he used to do for NXT. He, he would he, he would be in the ring and he would welcome everybody to NXT and tell a little rah rah speech and everything. They should do it tonight, and I think if they don't do that tonight, it's a missed opportunity. I like that. I didn't think of that. That yep. is a good idea because that is what he did. He did that all the time. Yeah. With NXT, you know, in the ring, dark ring, spotlight on him. Do it. Why not? Because Mm -hmm. how many times did you have Vince start the show during this shit? For what? Welcome to SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Throws the mic, leaves, that's it. And then you have Stephanie acknowledging that Vince retired. So she gets a thank Mm -hmm. you Vince chant. Bro, have my man Hunter Hearst Helmsley out in that ring. Triple H, the game. Let him do it and let him introduce you to his Monday Night Raw. I would do it. I think they'd be crazy if they didn't. It's an MSG. I mean, why not? You know, unless they. The only reason I could think of them not doing it would be because, you know, it is, you know, it's WWE is, you know, I mean, MSG is WWE's home and it was Vince's home for a while. So maybe out of respect for him, you know, you stay off, but I don't, I I saw some people saying that, but I would just, I would have him start the show. I like that. I didn't think of that. It's actually a good idea. It would be a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. And speaking of missed opportunities, Anthony Troy says, Uh-oh. he goes, Matt missed out on an epic WW show tonight. I, You know what? I hope I do. Here's why. Here's why. I feel like 
my recent track record of attending live televised events has been terrible. Really? I don't know if I don't know if I'm a mush, if I'm bad luck. Dude, I went to Survivor Series, The Rocks, what, 25th oh, anniversary? They, that was terrible. They had all these video packages the entire time showing, you know, all his greatest moments. And then for what? For a gold egg to come out and not even The Rock? And The Rock wasn't was even horrible. on the Survivor Series chair. I have Big E horrible. on the souvenir chair. Yeah, oh, it was that whole show. I'd like to forget that was just, that was a that was a terribly booked show, and that's it was one of their big fours too. No, not anymore. I don't even consider a big four anymore. All right, well, uh, I got two hilarious comments I have to share. One more from Anthony before he goes. He goes last comment before I sign off. Now that Roar is TV fourteen, <laughs> do we get the whole train back? <laughs> and more burn panties matches. I don't think so. And you know what? It's not TV fourteen yet, and it's not. And I don't know when it will be. Maybe next this, week. And that goes into what Nick, Nick, Nick Jabajar. Both, by the way, both Nick and Anthony are founding fathers of the Scoreboard Addicts podcast. Yep. And you could catch them live on YouTube. Every Wednesday night, check our Twitters for the links to listen to our audio as well. Speaker, Apple, Spotify, all that stuff. Make sure you stay in the loop because we not only do we do wrestling, but we also do everything else. Yankees, Rangers, Mets, Giants, Jets, TV shows, movies. You definitely want to catch us because we do a little little bit of everything. But Nick is with this hilarious comment. We did talk about TV 14. It was supposed to be tonight, but, you know, they pushed it back a little. Hopefully, we're well, supposed H to be back. last week. It was oh, it was 18th. supposed to be last week? It was supposed to be the 18th, and then there were conflicting reports. And Okay. I don't know. I really don't know when they're going to – I think SummerSlam – might be TV fourteen. I'm not sure yet, but we shall see. I don't know. Uh, listen, who know? Listen, but you want to know what is TV fourteen and maybe a little almost NC seventeen? Natalia's and her <laughs> sister's OnlyFans because that's what Nick is talking about. That's what Nick is seeing. Um, I feel like the divas are pushing it a little more on their social medias now. After this whole Vince thing, which is <laughs> honestly really funny, but Natty is like weirdly hot for her gimmick. <laughs> like her gimmick yeah. and you know what she's posting on Twitter and whatever doesn't match to me. And there's another comment from Nick I'm not gonna share because he called me a mush. <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> Yeah, I you know that, no. <laughs> um Back to what Anthony said, what he said, um, the whole trade and Brown. The whole trade. I don't think, I don't think we get that. I don't think that's coming back. I think that's a little too much for the sponsors and stuff like that. I don't know if the sponsors would be crazy about that. You know, it just needs, it can't be Ronda Rousey and the mic. 
going like bippity boppity boo. No, that like, has to change. That like is- like that has to go. Like when, mm-hmm. when like when I say TV fourteen, and Nick is gonna disagree with me and not and not be happy, but like when I say TV fourteen, I don't mean like you know Brian Penny's like mud right. matches, like pool and like all that shit. No. That's I nice real to see. <laughs> it's nice to see, you know, back then. But back then, like, you didn't have girls that could go in the ring. You yeah, know, you didn't. All you had was Trish and Lita. And even they were limited. Trish and Lita were limited mm-hmm. to what they do. Like, when I hear TV 14, I, I just want I want this, I want some edge. You know, I, I need, I, I, you know, you're allowed to say shit on the mic. You can say ass on the mic. I, I don't want, want yeah. I don't want every girl to go, you bitch. Like they do that now. <laughs> they do it now, but like make it make it worth it now. Make it like a reason for it. Like how yeah, AEW they were saying shit fifteen times an episode just to yeah. say it, you know? It's <laughs> we before we end this episode, we ha- I we have to talk about uh dynamite last week and that just dreadful, just god awful main event. Because do it right now. I will do it right now. Then might as well. Good segue. Um, I don't know. Did you watch Dynamite last week, or have you seen anything uh, from Dynamite last week? Yes, I saw the main event botch. I'm sorry, Jericho doesn't like when I use the word botch. Oh, I you, saw. I saw whatever the hell that shit was um, in the main event. I don't even really know how to. As someone who didn't watch it, I'm not sure how to explain like what happened or like what led up to it. So I watched it and I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I did live coverage on it and I don't know how to explain it. It was I'll put use one word. It was embarrassing. It was Damn. just. It was so bad, so bad. The the number one. What is the point of having a barbed wire death match when we've already had anarchy in the arena, blood and gut? We've already had two big gimmick matches, and now we have another one. When is this going to end? Why do we keep having these big gimmick matches when the, the feud never ends? And 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 that's kind of like what I'm talking about in a way with WWE. If they go TV 14, it needs to be done the right way. See, I feel like AEW is able to be TV 14, so they're like, "What can we do? Oh, that's what we'll do. We'll do barbed wire and blood every and- week for absolutely no reason. That's what I'm, like it has to make sense. Make it make sense for me. Like it and needs that's to, the problem. That's the problem with Tony Khan. He doesn't know how to make it make sense. At least with, you know, the WWE product right now might be a little boring and things might be, you know, a little shaky, but at least they kind of make some sort of sense. You know, they don't just have a random, they don't have death matches. They don't have, you know, random gimmick matches for no reason. Tony just says, okay, we're going to have a, 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 Anarchy in the arena, blood and guts. Uh, now we're going to have a barbed wire match. Why? For what? So, 
as I'm repping my outsider shirt, Nick goes, Jabajar, you sound like Nash in quotes. It needs to yeah, make sense to me. It does. It needs to make sense. Uh, it's you, you, for part of the reason you watch wrestling is for some storyline. If you just throw out a random cold match out there, nobody's gonna care. You have to have it make sense. And AEW right now has nothing that makes sense, and it's just frustrating. Especially trying to do live coverage of it and me trying to make it make sense, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of hard. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I agree. I agree. Um, I agree in the, in the sense that it just doesn't like for me. It, it, it's like watching. There's too many plot holes in a way. It's like watching a movie with a plot hole. It's like okay, like it's like it's like it's like a it's like a murder mystery, but you get you get the murder in the, like the first ten minutes of it, of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> if you you solve the you solve the murder in the first ten minutes of the movie, and then what are you going to do for the rest of the movie? <laughs> it's they have time, they have time, and I feel like you know this is what this is what AEW is doing to themselves. I feel like AEW is giving themselves <laughs> the finger poke of doom. As Nick brought up, because it's they're so they're so like headstrong to be better than WWE. Vince McMahon just retired. Vince you retired. Would think, you would think AEW would have all the momentum in the world. Instead, it's the other way around. <laughs> and, and you know what, though, even even without Vince retiring, you had a better chance to be better than WWE with Vince in the chair. Because he would do shit that only he liked. He would do shit that only he he thought made sense. With with Tony Khan, like he's just he's like going he's around all over shopping. The place. It's he's all over the place. Guy needs some some strong medication to focus. <laughs> get on some Ritalin. Get on some um, Adderall. Do something. But like, you have all these toys that you that you're playing with. So no one else could have them, which is the same it's, thing. The same thing that Vince did. Everybody goes, "Oh, if they don't want to be there, just release him. Release Rod. Release Roderick Strong. He doesn't want to be there, right?" But it's like, sure, he's happy now, isn't he? 
I'm sure he's thrilled. Oh, right absolutely. Now. He's probably he probably like withdrew those papers. He goes, oh. yeah. He's probably like, uh, yeah, forget about that. Never mind. And so, I didn't want to get a release. What are you talking about? Yeah, release. What? <laughs> I meant like the chiropractor. I need to. I need to release that way. <laughs> yeah. <but> like it's. <sighs> I just want both to be good. I've been, I've been hoping for that, and it just never seems to happen. I, I've never right now. I, I could say I've never been this down on AEW before. I am so just down on it. It's there's nothing that makes me say, "Hey, I really want to watch AEW to see so and so." It's just not there, right? It's and that's uh, what ooh, I was going to ask you. Is it because so many guys are hurt? Like there's no it's punk because there's of no that. Pole. See, this Wednesday, Danielson's coming back. That's big news. He's supposed to be coming back on Wednesday, so I'll be looking forward to that since he's coming back. But after that, what's there to look forward to? You know, there's no Punk. There's no MJF. There's no Cole. There, there's no you know, Undisputed Era. They, they're all out. Who are we looking forward to? You know, Warlow wasn't even on Dynamite last week. so there. For why wasn't he on Dynamite last week? It's just uh, Tony's all over the place because he has too many people. Yeah, there's too many people. That's it. And you know, he's—I don't want to say he's hoarding, but like you're just not—you have too much Borderline talent hoarding. and not enough TV. It, yeah, you know what? It probably is too much talent and not enough TV time. And you know That's what? This is what happened to WWE. Is. This is what happened to WWE. They they just signed everybody, and then they realized, oh wait, we have all this talent. What are we going to do with them? And then that's when the releases started to happen because there wasn't enough time. Even with all the TV time they have, they were just hoarding talent. And now Tony Khan's kind of doing the same thing now. He's doing the same thing, and. I feel like he has opportunities to showcase more of the talent because in a way he has two companies within one, you know, yeah, like, the whole ring, the ring of honor stuff. I, I can't even get, try and get interested in. I just can't. It's just Cesaro. I'm going to pull a JR and be like, Cesaro's the new ring of honor champion. <laughs> and you know what? Congratulations to Claudio. He deserves it. Do Absolutely. I think he's gonna be? Do I think he's gonna be booked right? No. Do I think it's gonna be like do, him being the Ring of Honor champion is gonna be important? I don't think so. You know, I I don't see it being booked right. I just don't. I don't see Ring, Ring of Honor since the Tony bought it hasn't been booked right. They don't have their own show yet. They don't. You know, they had their pay- they had a pay-per-view and they barely, you know, there's barely any build to it. There Tony's like, some... oh, shit, I own this company, too. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, wait, I have Ring of Honor now, another toy. Um, I'm just, right now, I, Ring of Honor doesn't do anything for me right now. It's just, it's just another one of Tony's toys that he owns that he doesn't do much with. Is he Other an only than, child? I don't know. I I feel like that. Um, if he isn't, then I I'd, I hope his siblings blink because he don't. He's he's got he's got to be an only child because it's it's like I want it, I want it, Dad. 
I have no friends, no sisters, no brothers. Buy me that guy. And then it's like, it's just, okay, son, here's the money. I wouldn't, I don't even (laughs) mind that. I don't even mind that. Like if you would, like if you knew what you were doing though. Well, that's what I mean is that he's not, he's like a child in a way to where, you know, he's, no one wants to watch him. No one wants to babysit him. He gets a couple of million, buys his own company and then just starts. um, well, Well, Nick confirmed he's got his sister. I hope to God she looks nothing like him because that would be one ugly sister. I hope she knows how to blink. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Maybe she Tony should Khan, the company. Tony Khan's eyes are just bugged out like this all the time. And it's like, dude, like, relax. Blink. Blink a minute. You're, you're, He's you're, like, you're right. welcome to uh, AEW Dynamite. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like, like, geez, dude, relax. Like, blink. Like, you're, you're all right. It, 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 these media scrums that he does, are just I watch them and I'm in amazement. It's just like the he just goes in it. Sometimes he'll just go in a tangent for no reason. It's I like crazy. the punk one. I like the punk one. It's just like like dude, relax. It's all right. <laughs> you can like, breathe okay. breathe for a minute. But back to the main event. Oh week. yes. Um. Just just brutal. Just just brutal. Um. Um, did you see the shark cage moment when Ty Conti couldn't unlock the damn lock and then the guys, the Jericho Appreciation Society just went through the bars? No. They just went, they didn't see it. They just, you have to go watch it. They just slid through the bars because Ty Conti couldn't open the shark cage. She couldn't open it. So they had to squeeze through the little slot in between the bars. It was it was horrible, and then the 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 ending was terrible. Jericho wins. Why? Why is Jericho winning? Are you ever going to put over Eddie Kingston? Are you ever going to make him look like a star? It. I don't think Eddie Kingston has the vocabulary to be a star. <laughs> he just doesn't. Yeah. Like to me, he doesn't scream. Uh, this isn't me body shaming him. Speaking of body shaming or not body shaming, Nick confirms that his sister, Tony Khan's sister, she's uh she's pretty attractive. I've never I've never seen a picture. I didn't know if yeah. he had any siblings or I not. I may have to uh may have to put her in the old Google machine and, and take a look. Yeah. I but, yeah, um, Eddie Kingston Eddie Kingston's a good promo. No, that he promos. is. He he could spit on the mic. I don't. He's like a brawler, I guess. He doesn't really. He, it's Japanese. It's the it's the new Japan style of wrestling. Strong style. Strong style. It's. I'm not a fan Shinsuke? of it. Shinsuke. Yeah, but Shinsuke's a little more even different. But I'm not a fan of Eddie Kingston's wrestling style. But I he still should have been put over by Jericho. I mean, come on, you. Just put him over. I mean, I know he he won that Eddie Kingston won that one match at a few pay per views ago against Jericho. But when is this going to end? When is this feud ending? Obviously, it's not going to end now. He's entertaining Eddie Kingston. Like he's entertaining. Like what he's going to say. I mean, he's not the acclaimed. I love the acclaimed. Oh, you know, I I love the acclaimed too. But I'm pissed they. Uh, broke up. That made, no sense. Club. made absolutely made no sense. No sense. 
best best group I thought in AEW, and then they ruined it. Absolutely, it's it's almost like it's like wait, am I watching WWE? Did they just break yeah. up a group that was getting over? Yep. Oh, I knew it this was... comment was coming once I mentioned Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna read it for those who are listening. Nick goes. Nakamura is the creepiest wrestler in the world. Keep that man away from schools. <laughs> I I like Shinsuke. He he's wow. good in the ring. He's good in the ring. Um, that's about it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to play this for Nick. <laughs> the disclaimer. Uh, yeah. It, I I I'll say this. Ric Flair's in my. He's on my Mount Rushmore. I know Nick won't like that, but he's certainly on my Mount Rushmore. I know he's not going to like that, but he is. He is. I, it's hard not to put him there. It's it's easy. He doesn't belong up there. Oh, man. <laughs> the, he's, oh, you know hate. what? He did too much. There you go. There you go. I agree. I agree. 35 years. Oh, well. Rick Ric Flair should have retired 35 years ago. He should have, after, I agree that he should have stayed retired after 2008. After the Sean match, he should have stayed retired, but. Sean carried his ass through that whole entire match. Almost broke a rib. He might have broken a rib. Only for Ric Flair to go to TNA, not even a year I, later. No, I, I agree with that. That whole run was. Brutal, and I like to forget about it. And I just anything after 2008 that Ric Flair did, I just don't even want to remember, to be honest. He's lucky he even got to 2008 send off that he did. He was beating guys. Vince, Vince, Vince loved him. Vince gave him that great send off like I mentioned earlier and it was fantastic. There's not a wrestler in the world that it got a send off like that. The send off no was, was great. The send off was great. But the booking of I will never retire stupid because he lost the guys. I'm sorry. He beat guys like MVP, like Kennedy, up and coming young stars to where it's like, wow, if one of them beat Ric Flair, that would be great. But then, you know, I'm not saying it shouldn't have been Sean, but did you have to put Rick with those, like, your future I, almost? I don't If you had anybody else other than Sean, I would have felt like Kurt Angle's retirement match with Corbin, which was horrible. But, you know, if you had Ric Flair versus Kennedy, I don't uh, I don't no, know if it no. would have been as memorable. No, but that's what I'm saying, though. Why put those guys to even be in that position to lose to Ric Flair, knowing that like that's their that should be that should have been booked in a way to where it's like this is the biggest match of their young career. It's bigger than a title match, you know. In your eyes, you know they they're retiring the goat, the greatest of all time, sixteen times. Woo! Yeah, like it's. I like Rick. I what he did after two thousand eight, I hated. But he's Ric Flair. I, I kind of I don't put anything past him. Let's put that put it that way. 
Bro, what you should put past him is that fucking ring that he's going to be going into on Sunday because he needs – bro, just, just yeah. keep going, Rick. The retirement home is is your next right. Like, what are you doing? I, I, I really – I think it's – I think he's doing it just to get the stink of the TNA run off of him. I think that's why he's doing it and for money, but – $200 a ticket. Yeah. $200 a ticket. Hey, Rick he's doing it for the money. Is- he is. He's doing it for the money. But he's doing it for the stink of of that money smell. He doesn't give a shit about TNA. He's still a draw because they had to go to a bigger stadium or a bigger arena. I mean, that's just because twenty thousand or however many thousand people just really want to see his like last match. It, it honestly may be the last time he takes a breath in the ring, or just in general, <laughs> because it's... hey, he said he wanted to die in the ring. Well, he honestly might. Play. Do you get a refund if he does? Yes. Love it. Love it. All the jet flying and limos should have gotten his teeth fixed. Woo. Now Nick Nick sounds like Scott Steiner. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. You know know what happens? Why you can't get your teeth fixed? Because what is Ric Flair? He's broke. Come on. I don't agree with him having this match, but. He's Ric Flair. He's going to do it anyway. It's kind of like a, I don't know. I, if I have to do coverage on it, I'm going to watch it, obviously. But oh, so I, not that much of a Ric Flair fan, are we? <laughs> oh, well, like I said, after 2008, I kind of kind of blocked everything and <laughs> blocked everything out that he did because I just I didn't want to watch his TNA run, and I'm really don't want to watch this, but. I am interested to see how it goes. How crazy that Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair's last match was in TNA. You know, and I was thinking the other day, is Hogan going to be enticed to come out of retirement now, seeing what Flair does? I don't I don't think he can. I honestly don't. Like, what's he, he can't even do a leg drop. He can he, he could barely yeah, sit. He's going to jump. If Flair's match works out, because Flair really can't do a lot. If Flair's match works out well, Hogan might look at that and say, hey, brother, yeah, uh, maybe I have one more left in me. He might He might do it. Okay, so when you first heard about Rick's match, you expect it to be a one-on-one match, right? No, no, never. I always expected it to be a tag match. Okay. Who did you, like, if you had the pencil, who would you book? Like, realistically, like, trying to book his last match because... I guess a tag match or just a regular match? Uh, We'll, we'll do the tag match. How would you book this? <sighs> I don't know if I would have Jeff Jarrett in it. I probably would have had Lethal in it just because they were training together. They have a little bit of history. Yeah. I don't know if I would have had Jeff Jarrett in it. I probably would have had... Uh, yeah, it's hard to think off the cuff what to do, but maybe another Ring of Honor guy. Maybe put, like, Samoa Joe or something like that or have Flair team up with... Um, I was going to say Arn, but Arn can't wrestle. Um, yeah, isn't that funny like, how none of them are involved? 
None of the four horsemen, it seems like. Oh, I mean, I also be, haven't been following. They're going to be at StarCast. I, I, I'm sure they'll probably be at, like, in the area because they're doing StarCast. And I think they're having a little, like, four horsemen reunion or something like that. But yeah. at the actual venue where his match is going to take place, I don't know if they'll be. But if they did a singles match, I would have had him go against AJ Styles. That's what I would have done. I would have called up WWE and said, hey, give us Styles, and they probably would have did it. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Well, if I was the booker for this match, I would be like, Rick, you're out of your fucking mind. This is not happening. (laughs) I'm I'm like, this is not, we are not, no. I'm not trying to have you die in the ring. Yeah, I don't agree with him having this match, but He's going to do it. He's going to do it. And I just hope it's not embarrassing. I hope he can pull it off. It's so hard because it's like, I don't, first of all, does he even have any friends? Does like Ric Flair even have any friends in the, in the wrestling business anymore to where it's I, like, I think, I think he has some, uh, I think his, I'm sure there's more that he's closer with than others, but yeah, I think he, I mean he's in good terms with WWE again, and they're doing yeah. a documentary on him. Well, yeah, of course he's in good terms because he probably checked his bank account and was like, "Oh, this this match is not going to do it for me." As he's like spitting everywhere with his yellow teeth flying out, it's like they put him back I, in the intro. They did all that stuff, so he's back in good terms with them. I don't know, man. It's it's definitely going to be... I mean, I'm not watching it at all. Like, I'll... No interest. I will... I'm like the worst wrestling podcaster because, like, I... Ever <laughs> since we started doing this, I've actually watched less and less of the current product. And I don't really care for, for Flair. And during this, it's like... You know, when he was in Evolution, loved it. You know, mm-hmm. when he had his last match with Sean, loved it. I'm sorry. I love you. He's like, clock. <laughs> One, two, three. That was, that was great, though. I That, that was really me, good. That was probably one of the best spots or best finishes yeah. ever. I To me, I put it up there in my top five of, like, best finishes ever. That was such a good finish. And ugh, I'm just I'm just pissed he ruined it the year he later did. and he went did. to TNA and just he sold his Hall of Fame ring. Didn't he sell his yeah. Hall of Fame ring? Well, that was I I don't blame him for that. That was Vince. That was a Vince Russo thing. So what yeah, that was a that Vince Russo came up with that one to for Flair to sell his Hall of Fame ring or whatever. Oh wait, I'm sorry. He didn't. I thought he really sold it, like in in IRL. He didn't sell it in real life. That I don't was a thing he did. Oh, I thought he did. Unless it was it a storyline, or did he actually do it? You know what? Or am I with thinking Vince of Hogan? R- didn't Hogan do something with his ring? I don't remember. Uh, you know what? It's these bullshit rings for the bullshit Hall of Fame. It doesn't even matter. SummerSlams on Saturday. Ric Flair's mm-hmm. funerals on Sunday. <laughs> um, you know, I'm jumping to the weekend already because I'm shot right now. 
Monday tonight, Monday Night Raw, MSG. Will we see little shades of what Triple H's Raw possibly. is going to look like? I hope I so. Think so. I think we possibly will. I don't think we'll see a drastic change just because everything's already booked for SummerSlam. They're not going to go and change everything. I think we'll see tweaks here and there. And then I, maybe after I, SummerSlam, we see more. I think they have a banger of a show tonight with Triple H there. I Triple so. H in the garden. Vince is out. The game is on. You know, it's, you know, I'm looking at it. You know, I feel like they're going to do something with Dominic tonight where he joins the. Uh, maybe, maybe. The, the Judgment Day, but. You know, you definitely have Edge tonight. I would pump yeah. up Edge to tonight. No reason to do it at SummerSlam. It's already SummerSlam. Like people are gonna, yeah. people are gonna watch it anyway. I'm just Bring interested Edge to back. see what Edge is doing. Is he going? Is I'm guessing he's gonna get payback with Judgment Day, or they're gonna do it? Is it gonna be the mysterious? Is Dominic going to turn on Ray, or are they going to do Edge and the Mysterios against <coughs> Excuse me. Balor and Priest? I don't know. What Dominic needs to do is cut that 1996 mullet, <laughs> hit the weight room, oh. and improve in the ring. He's got to. He's he's got to do some improving in the ring. I. If I, I anyone send them down to NXT for a little while. Thank you. If anyone ever deserved to be an NXT 2.0, it's Dominic Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Get that booyaka booyaka bullshit off my TV while he's like, it's like we have this friend who she dances on. She's like a, a dance teacher. She does TikToks. Like you see her counting when she's doing her steps. You're a fucking dance teacher. Stop counting. You should know what to do. I feel like that's what Dominic Mysterio does in the ring. He's like going over in his head, like, yeah, like what is what's going on through the match, rather than just knowing what to do and doing it. Yeah, he he needs work. I would send him down to NXT. Have Shawn Michaels teach him. Now I have Triple H teach him. Have the trainers go and polish him up a bit. And then come back, you know, and do something. But they, he's already been up there for what, maybe two years, a year now. Which so, is which is almost forgettable that two years ago he had a match with Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Was it two I, years? I, what was it? I, it wasn't last year, no. It right? was the pandemic. It was during the. I think it was Thunderdome, right? Um, it had to be. I don't. That could not have been so. in front of people. Who did Rollins have last year at SummerSlam? I don't remember. Yeah, it's... I don't remember, but... Yeah, I'm excited for Raw tonight. It's obviously... It's it's the start of a new era. It's... it's a, it, I must admit, it. you know, being a fan for WWE for almost 20 years now, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet to see Vince gone. You know, it's it's weird. It's going to be weird, I think. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Triple H has in store, what Stephanie has in store. 
see where Nikon takes them business-wise. Is there a sale on the horizon? We don't know. But I'm excited for tonight, and I'm excited for SummerSlam. And I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about next week after all, oh. after all this. <laughs> oh, definitely. And um, it was Edge. It was Seth Rollins at Edge last year at SummerSlam. That's right. Okay. I know. I know. I totally forgot. Um, mm-hmm. I think Edge comes out tonight and it sets up a tag match or something for uh, SummerSlam with the Mysterios. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Honestly, it's it could be anything. It could be anything yeah. happening. But the best thing is, is that you, if you yeah. don't watch Monday Night Raw tonight, what you can do for those watching, take a look at the banner. For those listening, even if you listen on a different day other than Monday, you're in luck. Because on Mondays, what? Tuesdays, what? <laughs> Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Mm, not Thursdays. Not Thursdays. Not Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Our boy Sal does his live tweets as he follows all the main shows. Raw, NXT, SmackDown, Dynamite, Rampage, and your pay-per-views. You could follow him over at Wrestling Inc., W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G-I-N-C. And you can also get all your latest news and gossip from there, as well as following on Twitter. Sal tweets along with the shows. Very entertaining. Very funny. And also, if you're – makes three hours go by so fast when you don't watch Raw. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) I I was in Atlanta last week. You helped me out because I was in Atlanta last week for work. I missed the show, missed Monday Night Raw, missed our show. Woke up uh, like three in the morning, went to the bathroom, checked the old Twitter, scrolled through all your tweets, and realized, wow, this was more entertaining than watching Raw, and I didn't miss anything. Yeah, it. it, it I try and make three hours go by very smoothly for the, for the IWC out there, so. Yeah, just follow Wrestling Inc. and I'll be I'll I'll be doing covers all week. I have SummerSlam to do on Saturday, which will be a lot of fun. I got AEW all week. I got NXT tomorrow, which will be interesting to see if there's any changes there. I'm I'm praying I'm praying that uh, Triple H has some changes coming along for NXT because NXT is not easy to get through. So. Uh, so, please change something. <laughs> all right. So, question: Would you rather what you said earlier? How you want Triple H to open Raw tonight, like mm-hmm. how he's opened NXT in the past? What do you prefer? Him open up Raw like that, or him open up NXT? Him opening up Raw because it's he's in charge of everything now. He's not just in charge of NXT anymore. It's he's in charge of everything. So. I would have him on the flagship show, just come out, say a few things, introduce a new era, and there you go. Unless they're going to save it for SummerSlam. Maybe they save it for SummerSlam. But it's the garden. That's, that's what I'm that's saying. That's the only reason why I'm thinking. Listen, if they were in, like, Wichita, Kansas, I'd be yeah. like, mm, okay, yeah we're, yeah, we're good. But it's it's Monday Night Raw, so mm-hmm. – 
all this talk is going to be more hyped for the show than probably like their actual promos and shit they put together. Yeah, just like um, us, like going like, oh, what could happen? What could happen? Hey, I'm getting ready, and it's less than one hour away. It's going to be a fun night, and I'm looking forward to all all my live coverage tonight that I got coming for me. Three hours. It's going to be a long one. Hopefully, it's an entertaining one. Should um, be. You know, to those who joined us, appreciate <clears throat> you. You know, yeah, spread the word. You. If you if you think we're entertaining, you know, tell your friends, tell your family, you know, tell your coworkers, spread the dog, news. Cat. Yeah, dog, cat, you know, let yeah, go walk. outside, tell your neighbors, start ringing doorbells, taking names. Sure. And we appreciate our uh, fellow podcasters, Nick mm-hmm. and Anthony, for the comments. And, Definitely. you know... That's why I love being on on YouTube to get the interactive comments to where, you know, anyone could jump in and throw in their thoughts and ideas based off of what we're talking about. Because, right, you know, we're not Adam Pierce. We are not official. So we, you know, we're just a bunch of fans who like to shoot the shit and, you know, and talk. And the more, the merrier. Follow us on Twitter. Boom. You know, make sure you subscribe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't want to take up any more of your time because we're already at one hour and 33 minutes. Look at us. Yeah. And you know what? Still got the rest of the day. That's so, right. any final thoughts before we head out? Shout out to Vince McMahon. Got to shout him out. Whether you love him or hate him, he gave us years of entertainment. And got to thank him for it. Shout out to Vinnie Mac. Thank you, Vince. And as mm-hmm. he probably would say, no, thank you, pal. There you go. Thanks, Have pal. a good night, guys. Good night, everybody. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.